Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here, joined very lovingly with my co-host, business manager, and wonderful member of our NAU urology specialty team, Donna Lee. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in just for me. <laughs> she is the highlight of this show, as many of our listeners tell us. And when you come in as a patient, uh, oftentimes you'll get to meet Donna. That's right. You know why they like me better? Because I give away the free t-shirts. <laughs> I guess that's the reason. <laughs> you give away free advice. I give that's away right. free uh, tangible yeah. t-shirts. I do their digital rectal exam and you give them free <laughs> free swag. I could do that too. <laughs> no, you cannot. I can. I just that's don't know how. It's not allowed. I point my finger in the air. I'm a board-certified urologist. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. 2007 is our founding date. Uh, we would love to see you as a patient if you hear something on the show that you'd like to learn more about or get treated with. But we love your questions. Also, it kind of feeds this show and shows a tremendous level of engagement. Donna, how do people send us questions and how do people become our patients? That's right. You can reach out to us, as always, at 512-238-0762. And you know, in 2007, Seven, did you think you'd have a really successful, fun podcast and radio show? I didn't. We didn't know what podcasts were in 2007. <laughs> I, think the, I think the iPhone was released in 2006. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, here we are. It's a new age. Um, you can visit our website, armormenshealth.com. You can submit your questions there, too, that we'll answer anonymously. And we've got a little backup of questions, Dr. Mystery. Well, that's awesome. Uh, why don't we get started? All righty. The first one is from a couple of weeks ago, actually. This gentleman was so kind. He said, love your podcast. Very informative. I'm 59 years old with Peyronie's disease for the past two years. I've tried everything, Zyaflex shots, stretching, etc., but still have 30% with Peyronie's. The curvature of the penis is what he's referring to in case you don't know what Peyronie's is. Erections are still solid. No issues with ED. That's good news. I've used pumps, stretching, helps some, but seems... Temperature? He says, oh, temporary. And my local urologist, very green, he is, only has four PD clients. Ugh, he said. U-G-H. Which surgery option is best for maintaining length and girth? He lives out of state. Um, and he said anyone near him for surgery in Iowa. We don't know a lot of people in Iowa, but we're going to tell you all the options right now. That's great. So um, just to give a little background for our listeners. So Peroni's disease is probably one of the most commonly experienced and less commonly discussed conditions uh, that we see. Mm -hmm. uh, so if your urologist only has four patients, that just means he's not asking his patients because it's a much yeah. more common than that. Since we started this show, Peyronie's disease has been one of the most common topics that people ask about because mm -hmm. I think there's just such a lack of kind of knowledge about what it is. Now, kind of briefly, it's going to be scar deposition in the bodies that hold your the blood that give you an erection. Mm -hmm. If it's uh, a scar deposition on one side or the other, then it can curve up, down, left, or right. It can also give you an hourglass deformity where you kind of feel like there's an indentation. Mm -hmm. And all of these have some kind of way to address it. It's very distressing. The yeah. condition can appear overnight. So you don't have to have trauma. You don't have to have trauma, but it can be associated with trauma. It can just, but it's so it's so disheartening to think that you can be completely normal, wake up, and to, to urinate in the morning and hit yourself in the face with a bent penis. Oh my. If there's no trauma, what causes it to happen that quickly? It is just one of these unfortunate 
little terrible tricks that our body does where scar deposition or some type of inflammatory reaction leads to this, you know, whether it be contractions in your hands or feet, whether it be Mm. weird scars that form on our body, rashes, this inflammatory process that can kind of attack our bodies Mm -hmm. can, you know, present in different ways. And this Peyronie's disease or curvature of the pineus is just a very unfortunate, unfair way that it sometimes does so. So uh, this listener did mention several of the things that uh, can be done to help with Peyronie's disease. Penile stretching, we use something called the Restore-X, R-E-S-T-O-R-E-X device. It was designed by a urologist who was also an engineer to bend the penis in the opposite direction. Hmm. We also use the Andropenis, A-N-D-R-O penis. Again, we don't get paid by any of these companies. I'm just giving you ideas of things that we use. It's a stretching device that also helps reduce curvature. Injection-wise, we can inject into the curvature a medicine called verapamil. Mm -hmm. It's called a calcium channel blocker. It was really the mainstay of treatment for many years. It's not FDA-proof for this, but it is inexpensive. It doesn't hurt that much and is widely available. And then Zyaflex, X-I-A-F-L-E-X is the only FDA-approved treatment for curvature. It's an injection also into the curvature. Mm -hmm. It's FDA-approved for curvature over 30 degrees. It's given by most urologists in the United States who are trained in it. You do have to go through some special training for it. It works pretty effectively. About 60 to 70% of men, I think, uh, are pretty pleased with the results of improving curvature, but you have to use it with one of these different devices that bends the penis the other way. Uh, We also use the penis pump, the vacuum erection device. Mm -hmm. to help straighten and kind of stretch out that that curvature. So this particular uh, listener went through all of those things, and now they're at their wit's end. Because just like if you took a balloon and curved it, then it would be shorter. Right. And so it's shorter, it doesn't bend right, doesn't feel right, doesn't look right. All these things are very Mm off-putting. So the mainstay of surgical treatment for it one of them is called the inflatable penile prosthesis. It's a three-piece silicone device that we insert into the penis, and then we essentially bend the penis onto the device. And this is the correct board answer and the right answer for you if you have Peyronie's disease and severe erectile dysfunction. So that's if you have severe erectile dysfunction and Peyronie's disease, the answer is an inflatable penile prosthesis. That made my TT hurt. TT. Thinking about it. Yes. Well, that's what it's done. How long are you in the hospital for that? You are not in the hospital. Most people go home overnight. Uh, I mean, sorry, go home right away. In our practice, we keep you overnight for an extra dose of antibiotics. But that's just because in our practice, we tend to be very, very conservative and just kind of extra careful. But in most, in many and most practices, you'll go home that same day. Hmm. Uh, And if you need some help to find somebody and you're not in the Austin area, we certainly can ask our local representatives uh, Mm -hmm. who might be a very good prosthetic surgeon in your area. And we'd be happy to share that. So please don't hesitate to send us an email. And we even have patients that have had this procedure done that will be happy to talk to you. So we have like a panel of patients that have gotten it done that can give you advice. But the uh, two surgeries that we perform for Peyronie's disease just to fix the curvature, one is called a plication procedure. And that if, if again, if you were to visualize your bent penis as a balloon that's bent, mm. we put sutures or stitches on the other side of the bend to bend it the other way. Oh, I see. The opposite way of the curve. That's right. So the good parts about it is that there's no significant risk of erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. There's no risk of 
loss of nerve function or sensation of your penis. It's quick. Probably the whole surgery takes, you know, 30 minutes. Wow. And it really effectively results in a good straight penis. Hmm. The bad news is Uh it does shorten the penis because you're bending one way and then you're bending the other. So you're, you're kind of shortening it twice. Oh. You can feel the stitches in many cases through the skin. So those stitches, like, you know, the, the, the knots you can feel because they don't go away. You, you put mm. in permanent sutures. She might like some knots. She might, that's right. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, what's it called when you have the thing on there? What? The, the, when you, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember my sexual proclivity like instruments as well. I don't know. But it's a French tickler. Oh. I, yeah. But if it's on the bottom <laughs> on size, side, maybe it's a Uruguayan tickler or something. <laughs> but so, so it's, uh, it's. No it, offense, you, Uruguay. <laughs> or France. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, if you're trying to maintain the girth, if you're trying to maintain the length of your penis, we do something called a patch graft phalloplasty. It's a lot of words, mm-hmm. but essentially what we do is we cut out the area or the nodule where the curvature is. Sometimes we cut it out. Sometimes we just put a big slit in it. We straighten the penis, and then we put some artificial material there. Mm-hmm. In our practice, we use a, a synthetic biologic agent called SIS, which is like a, uh, it's made from pig intestines, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a very tough waterproof barrier that we that we put there to allow you to have full length of your penis. Wow. If you're curving up, which is the most common curvature that we see, then uh, there is a risk that you could have maybe six months of numbness of the head of your penis because of the way that we have to move nerves out of the way to do it. Mm -hmm. But most people get their nerve function back and their sensation back. Uh, I've had very few patients to none, really, that I can remember that had um, a loss of sensation that was permanent. Uh, It can have a risk of making your erections not as not as firm or not as stiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have good erectile function and you want to maintain your length, the patch graft phalloplasty is the thing for you. And if you're looking for a doctor that does it, and for this patient in Iowa, we'll certainly find you somebody because it happens to be the case mm-hmm. that the best prosthetic surgeons in the country also happen to be the best Peroni surgeons also. Mm, so uh, we have Dr. Christopher Yang in our practice who spent an entire year doing nothing but reconstructing penises. He would love to see you for your <laughs> Peroni's disease. And how do people get a hold of us, Donna? You can call us at 512-238-0762. Check out our podcasts wherever you listen to free podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host. Here as always with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This is a men's health show dedicated to answering your questions and giving you advice on a variety of men's health topics. Now, as a board-certified urologist, uh, many of the topics that we talk about are specifically between the nipples and the knees. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> we have uh, the honor of many different guests that have come on that talk about a variety different subjects. Although uh, we first uh, kind of aired these episodes and segments on the radio here in Austin on News Radio KLBJ, we are available on podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we want to thank all of our partners and listeners all over the world that listen to the show. Donna, if patients want to become patients of ours, 
And if they uh, want to listen to our podcast, where do they go and how do they send us questions? That's right. You can call us if you're local in the Central Texas area at 512-238-0762. You can visit our website, Central Texas or otherwise, armormenshealth.com. And you can submit your questions there. Our podcasts are found wherever you listen to free podcasts. And that includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon, you know. All the big places. All the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, your questions are really what drive this practice. So why don't you hit us with a question, Donna? All right. Uh, we just spoke about peyronies and erectile dysfunction issues. This patient sent in a question. He said, post-pituitary adenoma removal, 8th of December in 2021, sex drive and strength of my erection started to diminish greatly a few months after. Post-surgery endocrinology testing showed all hormone levels within normal ranges. Is this a urology issue or should I go to a neurologist? That's a great question. So I guess um, this is a fairly uncommon problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this patient, how old was he? He's 49. 49. So uh, the first uh, part of this is uh, kind of understanding what a pituitary adenoma is and why we would remove it. So brain tumors are a scary thing for many mm. people to hear about, right? Right. So this, in this particular case, this is a brain tumor that's not a cancerous brain tumor, but just a benign or non-cancerous brain tumor. And this one is forming off of the pituitary gland. Mm-hmm. And Where's the, that again? The pituitary gland hangs right in the middle of our brain. Okay. And we get to it through the nose, believe oh, it or not. They peel not. the nose back ah. and go through the back of the nose, break into the sinuses, and the pituitary gland is sitting right there. Is the only way to get there? No, you can also cut the head open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Point no. I think they can go through the mouth too. <laughs> but um the um the pituitary gland is very much responsible for so many of our metabolic and biologic as well as sexual functions. Without a good functioning pituitary gland in humans, our testicles won't work if you're a man, the ovaries don't work great as a woman. Mm-hmm. It can impact our ability to have children, our reproductive health and our hormonal health. And so it has a very important function. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, though, it's right between our eyeballs. Oh, the other balls. Yeah, the other balls. Huh. And so if you get a tumor of the pituitary gland, it can affect your eyesight. Oh, that makes sense. The worst beer goggles ever. Oh, no. <laughs> and it, it causes a weird problem. And that's because of the way that the nerves work in the body. Everything's crisscrossed and applesauced. Oh. So... The, 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 the nerves that handle the outside of our vision mm-hmm. cross to the inside oh. of our brain, and that's where the pituitary gland adenoma will push on the optic nerves and these veins and these nerves that are important for our function. And so you'll, you'll start losing peripheral vision when, a, when an adenoma starts mm. developing. Wow. And why I mention it is because that's the reason we operate on these things. Right. We usually operate on these things when they're of a certain size, and they start impeding upon our vision. Right. And so if that was happening, they go through your nose and take this adenoma out. And most of the time, not all of the time, patients can experience some type of loss of function of the pituitary gland, which I said was very important, right? It Mm -hmm. helps regulate our sexual functioning, our hormonal functioning, our reproductive functioning. And in, in our practice, we find a lot of pituitary adenomas. We do. We do. I didn't know that. And that's because we measure a hormone called prolactin in almost all of our patients that present with low libido, with erectile dysfunction, mm-hmm. with, with 
reproductive problems. So we check a lot of prolactins. Okay. And we have found lots of prolactinomas or pituitary adenomas, mm -hmm. even in women who present to us with low sex drive because uh, they will have high prolactin levels and that high prolactin level is associated with a low libido level. Oh, my prolactin level must be really, really high. Really low, really high, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with this uh, particular um, patient, there can be several reasons why the libido dropped. Mm -hmm. Number one is they could have just been used to an abnormal kind of hormonal concentration in the past, and they're just having trouble getting used to it. Oh. If they had a big scar through their head, maybe there's a self-esteem issue. Yeah. But more than likely, what they have been told were normal hormone levels wasn't normal for them. Okay. And we, and we kind of talk about that on this show a lot and in our practice quite a bit. Mm -hmm. the, the, the range of what is quote-unquote normal for testosterone, for prolactin, for all of these different hormones that affect your erections and your sex drive and your self-esteem and your sexual self-esteem, th there's a big, big range. Mm -hmm. And that range may not be appropriate for you. Right. So if you've gone through a surgery in which your hormones have been significantly likely impacted, you should certainly go to a provider that's willing to experiment a little bit in your numbers. You, know? mm -hmm. you should go to somebody that'll give you testosterone for a short period of time in a safe, monitored way and see if it helps your libido. Right. Because it doesn't help you to be under 50 years old and have no libido and have erectile dysfunction. That sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Biologically and physiologically, hopefully nothing about the surgery or removing the prostate adenoma or the, the pituitary adenoma has led to a decrease in your actual ability to get and keep an erection. So mm -hmm. the blood flow and the nerves and the process of getting an erection hopefully wasn't affected. So it's probably just a hormonal issue that needs to be addressed. That being said, 50% of 50-year-olds have erectile dysfunction. So, oh. you know, you can't... 50% of 50-year-olds. That's right. That's it's, usually, big... it's usually an age-related kind of like trend on erectile dysfunction prevalence um, in wow. men. So if you... Well, I'll, get, I'll go back to that. But erectile dysfunction, low libido, we commonly talk about in the office as kind of a, a chicken and egg phenomenon. Mm -hmm. You don't know which one came first. You know, I don't play golf... <laughs> Because I slice the ball. Mm -hmm. But do I slice the ball because I don't play enough golf? I don't know. <laughs> I love your golf analogies. I do too, because I don't know anything. I probably don't even know what's, I don't know what slicing or anything is. Touchdown. Just, touchdown. <laughs> uh, so um, so uh, whether your libido is low because you have erectile dysfunction, erectile dysfunction because your libido is low, mm -hmm. who knows which one came first? So we usually we try to fix the erectile dysfunction first to mm -hmm. see if it gets your libido back. Okay. Except in this scenario where somebody has an obvious hormonal cause, it could be that the pituitary adenoma wasn't, wasn't sufficiently removed. Maybe they left some behind. Maybe your prolactin is still high. Maybe oh. they're not checking it. Maybe your um, testosterone level is borderline low and maybe you need to live at a higher level mm -hmm. you know the range goes from 300 to 1000 if you're sitting at 301 maybe you're supposed to live at 801 and the only way to know that is to try it out if you have erectile dysfunction 
then what we do is we just fix your erectile dysfunction first. Mm -hmm. That can be with a daily Tadalafil. That can be with shockwave therapy. That can be with a PRP shot. That can be with supplements. That can be with weight loss. That can be with improved exercise. We have lots sleep. and lots of tools. Exactly. Sleep improvements. It's not just a, you know, if, if you're going to a person that's just giving you a pill for your ED, mm -hmm. you may be missing out on a variety of regenerative uh, options that can help you kind of overcome the problem and get in a better, uh, you know, both state of mind mm -hmm. and a healthier, lifelong uh, sexual relationship. Wow. So when it comes to libido, it's not, if it's not hormones, then we have other things for you too. We have off-label use of a, me a medicine called flavanserin. We have off-label use of a, of a medicine called Vilesi. These are medicines that are approved for women with low libido, but also in our practice works well for men with low libido. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, Viagra works for women sometimes. Just like with Viagra, we know if they need it with low arousal, that works too. So finding a physician that has a broad sense of how to fix you, that's the hard part. I, I'll admit that. It and is I not think hard. That, You're right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but an endocrinologist, I would say, is probably not the best mm. place to go. These guys are brilliant and hardworking but they really care a lot about numbers, <laughs> getting yeah. you in that right range where, <laughs> you know, pushing you in that range is something that, uh, you know, only someone that is really focused on your sexual health is likely to do. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a doctor or an outlet or have other great questions like these, uh, how do people get a hold of us, Donna? You can reach out to us through the website, armormenshealth.com and our number 512-238-0762. Check out our podcast wherever you listen to those podcasts. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.